Hello everyone, welcome to a snug podcast where knowledge is only as wicked as the one who wills it. Is I supposed to say that? Maybe. Sure. <laughs> hey, that's a crazy person gone crazy back soon. How are you? I'm doing good. Excited to find out more about where we're going soon. Awesome. Yep. Uh, and that is just in a few days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get we'll get Wednesday. We will get Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. We will get into that here soon. Uh, and that was the one and only Gwen the Bard. How are you, my friend? Hello, I'm good. I'm here. You're good. You're here. I'm good. I'm here. Crazy's good. And well, I guess she's here. She's crazy. So sometimes I'll we'll back don't know. soon. <laughs> yeah, you'll be back soon. <laughs> and um, so we've got uh, possibly. A pretty interesting show, we think, because uh, there is some some stuff that's been kind of teased um, with the upcoming chapter for the year, and uh, we think we might have some ideas on it. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to dive into that in a bit. Might talk a little lore and see where that leads us. Uh, but first, what's everybody been up to in game? Gwen, what you doing? So much happening. So much housing. <laughs> I have been struggling to find an item that I swear doesn't exist. This one can confirm, also looked, did not find. I, I am pretty sure, like, I have found every single Alanor thing at the vendors, except for the Alanor polished counter drawers. It is impossible. They do not exist. I am pretty sure they do not exist. The corners, like the, the corners would exist. Would those be woodworking? <laughs> yes. What are those? Wood, woodworking? Yes. Yeah. Do we have that in here? Can I look? No, that's not in here. Oh, well, I'll come sit back down then. <laughs> yeah, we just have faces for a quick match. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I just spent like 150k in gold today on housing. Because I was like, what's my New Year's resolution? We're not going to spend any gold. We're not doing any housing this year. Hey, right. It's, Janu- it's January's not over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That resolution lasted all of about 10 minutes, right? I mean, you started the year and had to re, uh, redecorate in, in here as it was. So. Oh, well, that's different. It's just the stock pot. No, I'm mm. actually decorating my house that I actually use. Oh, <laughs> uh. yeah. Uh, what have you been up to? I have just been uh, mostly piling on. Not to be confused with pylon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love you, buddy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I've just been, you know, running some daily dungeons, uh, daily randoms, like... Um, past several nights i didn't i didn't get to last night um but i've been doing that to test out my new super awesome top tier meta build for my tank and uh, i don't have everything traded quite right yet and um i actually do want to eventually get a different set to swap out but i am uh having fun with it it's a little different um 
it's loosely based on um, I think it's Zynode's Lazy Tank build. Um, I think it was Zyno that has that has that build. Uh, but I didn't have all the stuff I needed for that, so uh, the Tank Club had a video on one thing, and so I took that, and then I think I saw something else, and I took that, and I kind of just have made my own little thing with it. And if you know, if you know anything about my super meta top tier awesome builds, they're exactly not that. But it's fun. I've been. Um, been having fun with it it's just a very heavy uh aoe tank build if that makes any sense um but we do have aoe taunt um which is a thing not common in eso uh, but through utilizing the right set and the right uh skill uh, i think there might be a couple of skills that will work with it but uh, you can achieve it and then you can you can group you can pull groups in and yeah so it's just fun it's kind of silly um so i'll play around with it i don't have all the healing that i had before so i'm gonna be a little more reliant on the healer in the group um but i'm not too worried about that and uh yeah so i've been doing that also with the intent of gaining some more cp that i don't know what to do with because i'm already past the 1300 mark um but just for the sheer fun of uh, announcing every time I get more CP to um, our crazy person in the room. Because I'm just, you know, increasing my lead. <laughs> Little friendly yeah. CP competition, that's all. It's very one-sided at the moment. <laughs> I love that. My CP competition with my friend who hardly plays. Right. <laughs> who, if, you know, combined all uh, CP from the multiple platforms that she plays on would have a lot more than me so you know you take your victories where you can find them i guess so <laughs> what about you what are you up to um honestly not a whole lot because i've been very very busy i've had a lot of stuff going on real life work like crazy stuff just all over the place um but uh, mostly when I've been on, I've been trying to clear some antiquities that are the ones that, you know, have that, like, 30-day timer or whatever on them. Mm -hmm. um, because, like I've mentioned a few times, I've had really good RNG for some reason with leads lately, which is very strange, but I'll take it. Um, so I managed to get a couple of the leads from harvesting in the last few days, which is really random, but I noticed that... Um, the weekly endeavor or the daily endeavor at one point was like you know cut eight logs stuff like that mm -hmm. so as i was running around doing that all of a sudden i picked up a lead and it was like okay <laughs> what is this even for i didn't even know it was something in galen um that i picked up and i was like i wonder how many people would be kind of mad if they found out that i wasn't even trying and got that but um <laughs> so yeah i've had that i got like a random lead at one point from helping someone do something in Clockwork City, like I, I think at the beginning of the week. Just just really random stuff here and there that I'm I'm not trying to look for. It's just slowly happening, um, which I'll take. So yeah, other than that, not too much. Uh, I try and log in and do my writs every day, and most of the time right now from work and with the hours that I'm working, I'm so exhausted that 
within five minutes, I'm relaxed and falling asleep. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I hung out a little bit with uh, Minwe Pro um, yesterday as well, and just kind of like puttered around in game while I was doing the harvesting stuff until I got really, really tired. So other than that, not a whole lot, mostly antiquities. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, where would you like to go from here? We've got some news. Uh... Well, they just did an ESO live, like, the other day. Um, it was really, really fun because it had the uh, voice actors for High Isle, which, spoiler, I found out all about the Ascendant Lord, but it's my own fault because I watched it. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Who it is? <laughs> yeah, because I haven't gotten to play any of that content really yet. Um, so it was funny because they're like, and this is the Ascendant Lord. And he's like, and I voiced blah, blah, blah. And oh, like said sad. the other person that he voiced. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, womp, 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 womp. But that's okay. It's fine. I'm good with it. I, I Like, I'm one of those people that spoilers don't really... Um, they don't bug me. Sometimes they actually make me more excited to play because then I'm like, ooh, I want to see how they, like, you know, worked this from well, this person's perspective. You know, just because um, one just because one actor voiced two characters doesn't necessarily mean anything. Uh, this is Elder Scrolls. Storytelling and the fact it's true. This story. is... This is Elder Scrolls. There, there but... are like five voice actors that each do thirty-seven parts every <laughs> every game. So <laughs> that's also very very wrong. true, very very true. But I'm pretty sure that that's not what it was. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. You're probably not. Um, but it was kind of fun because they had um, Steve French, who is the voice of Merun Stegon, um, and um, Paul Gayette, who voiced the Ascendant Lord. Um. And it was a really great ESO Live. If you've ever been interested in learning about VO work or anything like that, man, they gave some great information on it as well as just, they're just genuinely, they seem like genuinely down to earth, kind of silly, like fun, fun guys. So uh, I highly recommend going back and watching it if you haven't. Um, <laughs> the other thing that was really funny from the- Department the of Motor Vehicles? Yes, literally, that's what it is. It's the DMV RP skit that they did. So Gina asked, Gina and Jess asked them, hey, could you just say something to each other as if the Ascendant Lord and Mehrunes Dagon met each other? And they were like, well, where should they meet? Because, you know, when you're doing voice acting, like they wanted to kind of like set a scene. Um, and so they're like, oh, it can be anywhere outside of a tavern, you know, whatever. Like, trying to keep it, like, lore-friendly. And then someone in the chat was, like, at the DMV. <laughs> and they were like, perfect, let's do it. Because I guess that's, like, a common improv setup scenario. Um, so Steve French is like, number 3313, come forward and take a number. And then it was Paul Guyette doing the Ascendant Lord being mad that he first of all had to take off his helmet for his photo and second of all that he couldn't have his sword with him uh as he was applying for his license which turned out to be paperwork for a boating license 
nice. So it was it was about four minutes of the two of them talking back and forth, and it was incredible. At the end, Gina was like, that was more than I expected, because all I was expecting was literally for you two to say, like, two sentences to each other, but you went for it. Um, somebody, there's an artist on, oh, I should have pulled it, but there's an artist on Twitter as well. If you, if you search Steve French's stuff, or even... Um, Gina Bruno, or uh, I don't know if Paul Guyette retweeted it or not, but a bunch of people have been retweeting it because there was this person that actually drew the artwork for it, like the morning, the morning after it aired. <laughs> so I guess they went back and watched it, and then like actually uh, did a little sketch of Maroon's Dagon and the Ascendant Lord um, meeting each other at the DMV, which was pretty it was great. It's so cute. It's a good comic. It's so cute. So so cute. Um. So that's it. It was just a voice, you know, they had the ESO live and then they said that obviously this next week they're going to be prepping for the global reveal event. And uh, that's about all that came out of that one. But it was really, really fun to watch. It's still up there. So I highly recommend taking the hour and a half or whatever it was to actually uh, watch the show. It was cool. Very good. So we have uh, our next event has been announced. Right? In game? Finally! In your homeland, whatever shall you do? Uh, probably run around with large groups of people and uh, be thankful that um, I'm not alone when fighting giant lizard birds. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So we've got the Season of the Dragon celebration. Uh, When was this announced? Because I haven't actually seen this yet. I usually see these Uh... things pop up. I think it was like, let me see. On the 20th. Uh, Three days ago. Yeah, okay. It was announced on the ESO Live. I guess that would have been, right? The 20th would have been Friday. Yeah, that's when they gave the specific date. Yep. So if you want to participate, you uh, obviously have to have access to Elsewhere, Dragonhold, Ratstone, or Scalebreaker DLCs, because that's where all the dragons would be you don't have access to those you will see no dragons therefore can slay no dragons <laughs> so you should get on that if, uh, if you want to take part uh, so what are we going to be doing um what are we going to be dragon. doing yeah what are like what's the this you know, we said we're slaying dragons so like what like what are we what are we doing what are we getting where are we going like what's the like, oh, let's oh, talk about oh. the event. What, what's going on okay. with this? Glorious I, elsewhere, I, reward boxes. You know, so many things, right? Yeah. Mar- as it says, reap marvelous treasures. <laughs> oh, wow. So, this is coming up really short here. Like, it starts the 26th and ends February 7th. So that's, that's starting in a mm-hmm. few days. Yep. Um, yeah, so for this one... Um, you're going to be able to get reward boxes, which will guarantee certain items. Um, there will be green, blue, purple treasures, um, overland set items, crafting style items, or a motif page, uh, transmutes, dragon's blood, dragon's plunder, dragon room, which I don't know how it's selling on PlayStation or other consoles at the moment. But Dragon's Room on PC is selling for like 12k for one of them, I think. What? Um, <laughs> Why? 
because PC is so over the the market is so overinflated. But anyway, okay. Um, PC things got it. Yeah, and I think also I, I don't remember where you can get the dragon's room from. I think it might just be from the um, boxes that are from the Dragon Guard Sanctum, um, but I'm not totally sure on that one. Um, you can also get. Uh, dragon document recipes, elsewhere treasure maps, and the new Claw Dance Acolyte armor style page. Never might be changing his outfit soon. Is that what's pictured in the uh, in I believe photo so. right underneath that? I do believe so. Hmm. That kitty see. on the right looks pretty cool. Hmm. Um, yeah, we'll take a look at that. We can actually yeah. see it a little better in game. Yeah. Yeah. You can also earn regular reward boxes just by doing other activities. So those other ones I think are like once a day. Um, and then beyond that, the other boxes, of course, you can pick up for doing like introductory quests, daily quests, just slaying dragons in general. Sometimes you can get a box off of um, doing the bosses in the dungeons opening treasure chests, opening safe boxes, looting things, psychic portals, these troves, harvesting, crafting, and resource nodes. So it's kind of fun because for these, you can tell that they're also themed to kind of like sneak thief, I feel like, a little bit. Like opening safe boxes and thieves troves. That, to me, is very, like, kind of leans into the whole Khajiiti, like, sticky fingers thing. Yeah. Um, Listen, they have one weird, like, shadow steely god, and they get known for it forever. <laughs> That's true. Um, That's, uh, Raji... Rajin. Yeah, Rajin. Um, you can also be guaranteed, uh, just regular elsewhere reward boxes that, of course, come with, like, it's like you tear down. So these are one of the following items, um, a treasure, one of the green, blue, or purple overland set, one of the crafting items. So it kind of goes down as you uh, um, run down the list. Uh, this is also the first event that allows you to get the Passion Dancer Blossom Pet Fragments. So you've got all three of those, as well as the first fragment for the Passion Muse which is the Bottle of Silver Mist. Um, you'll also have the normal group repair kits, guild companion accommodations, and then uh, you can buy that Claw Dance Acolyte Armor Pack if you're not getting the drops. Um, the other thing, too, is they've changed over the Indrix again. So the Indrix vendor, you're now back to, um, of course, the normal feathers, the Dawnwood Indrix, the Spectral Indric, Springtide Indric, and Haunting Indric. So that makes me really happy because I have three or two of three <laughs> for, I think, the Springtide, which was one of the ones that I really, really wanted. And then it went out and I couldn't get it back again. So I was mad because I had spent tickets on two of three things. <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that, like Gwen said, it ends, ends on February 7th at 10 a.m. Total of 26 tickets, um, one each from a daily in Northern and Southern Elsewhere. Did you cover yep. that? I didn't, but you did. I did. Yep. <laughs> Very cool. Yep. So that's our first event. 
we don't know much about the uh, the first morphable is going to be the personality, but we don't know much about the other uh, uh, morphables coming with that, right? Nope, only what has been speculated. Okay. So nothing announced. Cool. Well, what else are we going to be doing to go along with the dragon hunting event? Is there anything guild-related going on with that? Yes. Like a multi-platform, everybody... Event, just like Heck last yeah. time, it was so fun. Yeah. I'm really excited for this. Yeah, I am too. I'm very excited again to see how um, it goes, because I think now we're going to have all the platforms be able to um, participate that are all lore seekers. So... Um, we have up until I think February 8th is the day that we have to get our number to them and this time it's only going to be an hour last time I think it was two hours right or was it just an hour uh, oh my gosh don't ask that was like I don't remember but this time uh, Minwe Pro has set it at one hour um, as many dragons as you can and then of course it's the same rules as before if you have multiple groups they have to be a minimum of four you have to have a group leader there. I think it's a minimum of four. That one I might have just made up in my head because it's 12.30 at night. They did say a minimum of yeah, four. Yeah, minimum so, of four. Hey, we need at least eight people participating. Yeah. So um, if you're a lore seeker on PlayStation, look out for a sign up for that coming up soon. Um, and we'll get things all coordinated uh, so that we can get our information before the 8th. Uh, each of the individual platforms will probably be running at different times just to accommodate the schedules uh, since we do have peeps in EU. Um, so, yeah, just keep an eye on our Discord for uh, any of those signups, depending on your platform. Dragon slaying power hour. <laughs> if you're not... this help me with my competitive streak? Pay attention to this. I mean, the Great. last time we almost did 50. Do you remember that? So I think we yeah, were so we close. Had, we had a lot of people that time because we were able, we did have like groups. Of we had 12, groups of I like think. Four each. Yeah, so I think we, we had, had 12. We had like three groups. Yeah. 50 dragons. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of, no, I'm thinking of the world bosses. World bosses, we almost did 50. That's what it was when we did the world boss cross-platform oh, event. Yeah. But dragons, we did like we did. almost 30. I think it was 20, 28 or 29 in an hour. Because those things are pretty hefty. Because we had it pretty figured out, and then we, you already count in that there's people already there. Mm-hmm. I could totally yep. go over our tactics, but I don't want anyone to our tactics. That's, that's right. <laughs> well, we might have a traitor in our midst, too. Okay. <laughs> the, I'll have you know that the last time we did this event... Uh, they they were trying to get me to run with them on PC, and I said no. I'm going to run on PlayStation. I was like, I'm the co the co GM also of PlayStation, this so I will like run two on years ago. PlayStation. Not even a full two years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. But more details details to come. Yeah. So details if you're not a member of the guild and you want to be a part of this, we'll tell you how to join. Uh, join the guild later um mm -hmm. but yeah been been some discussion on uh what kind of rewards there's going to be that is for this event right or am i thinking mm, of something else those are for something that's else something that's else coming never mm -hmm. mind 
Never mind. But uh, you know, I don't know. We haven't really discussed it. We might we might uh, decide on that when we have our our multi-platform guild meeting next Sunday, a week yeah. from today. I totally just so. had a uh, had a a, a moment because I should have known because this is a multiple person event where you can't. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. uh, everyone gets one gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the team, the team who wins, you all get one gold apiece. There needs to be a or maybe housing. just Drake's a sweet roll. There you needs... each get yet yeah, you each get one sweet roll. <laughs> needs to be a housing item that's a participation trophy. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually kind of funny. Yeah, yeah that would be pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, everybody gets this commemorative mug. <laughs> you get a commemorative sweet roll for your home. <laughs> you can't do sweet rolls, though, because they're an achievement item for the Gold Coast. Mm. Are they? Yep. They get the sweet roll murderer. That's what they are. Oh. You have to do that quest line that prompts for Morrowind, and where you do a quest with Roz and uh, Naryu. They take a team a quest, and you have to figure out who the sweet roll murderer is. I have not ever done that quest. Unlocks that furnishing item. I don't think what? I have either, but I'm <laughs> just thinking that I can craft sweet rolls. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, all right. maybe it's a different kind of sweet roll. Maybe it's the glowy one. That's a because those are worth like a bajillion item. crown gems. If you get one of the resplendent sweet rolls, they're worth a lot. I think he might be talking about the Fargrave sweet rolls with the blue icing. No, the resplendent sweet rolls are the ones that like glow. Oh no, I know what you're talking about. But if it's a crafted sweet roll, it would be the. Oh. I don't think no, so. The ones I have in my house on the, uh, by, on the back tables. there by the cakes, yeah. <gasps> oh, you do have. But I may not. I'm. I might not have crafted those. I don't remember, but I thought I did. Anyway, <laughs> that's we're getting derailed. Uh, maybe we'll. <laughs> but it's because we'll, it's about sweet rolls. Yeah, and uh, we 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 may try to find a way to give everybody one as a participation trophy. So, uh, <laughs> if if we can't find them, I know a guy who has a few. Um, yeah, <laughs> he lives in the woods. Yeah, he usually gives them out to people when he trades items with you. Right. <laughs> We're not talking about anybody named Sasquatch. Nope, no one. Bye. All right. So we'll have details on that, uh, on all that stuff, uh, a little bit more when we when we have some stuff ironed out. But um, and then this week in the developer direct and ESO global reveal. This week is yep. the developer direct, and that's uh, Wednesday, uh, three p.m. three forty-five Eastern. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's be honest, by the time this episode releases, it will probably have already happened. You know, mm. you know, he might remember to release it Wednesday morning. Mm. Maybe. Is that a challenge? Yes. Mm. She said it, not me. Okay. You remember to release well, it. She is the one that she is the one that keeps you alive. So This is true. This is true. Um, alright, well, I'll see about trying to get that uh, get that posted. I have a slightly new method about doing that now that's um, a little trickier to do, but a little <laughs> little more reliable. Um, it's actually just a direct download of this whole video and then converting the video versus just converting the audio through a website. That's sketchy. So, 
Um, so I might be able to do do it a little bit sooner because sometimes that other site would take a day or two before it would recognize the video properly or something. But anyway, again, side hmm. side row. Um, all right. So regarding uh, this upcoming reveal, they they did send out a teaser. Um, sent out a letter to several of the like the stream team people is that right yep the cool people yeah and lotus because he's cool and lotus yeah <laughs> is he not stream team they just sent him one anyway oh. yeah yeah i think it's because of tails i mean he's right big big creator right and, you know and very active so hey we have more listens than he does episodes i'm just saying um, oh my goodness! Listen, we're not that cool yet. We need to be featured before we like even get considered for something that cool. Fe- I mean, technically, we have been featured, <laughs> but not in the way, not in that way. <laughs> so um, yeah. Anyway, about that, um, there was a letter sent out with some stuff in it and some stuff hidden on it, right? some stuff that you had to reveal secretly using special effects and whatnot. Yes. So, uh, what is that all about? What's, what's, what's the, what's the deal with that? What are we thinking? Um, well, I can read the letter if you want. I have it pulled up from Lotus's thing. That's probably uh, a good idea. So it says, Proxy, the tide of fate swirls around you with glorious fury and has chosen you to serve as its surrogate in a crisis most perilous. The future of at least two worlds hangs in the balance. Your talent for changing destiny has been noticed, hence the reason for this letter. Many paths lead forward, but only one ends with the survival of Nern. At this particular moment, in this specific instance, you must be the thread that keeps the reality itself from unraveling. I shall summon you as soon as the inescapable fortunes of consequence show me where we are needed most. Laramil the Wise. So, that was on like really thick paper. Um, And specifically some of the the verbiage in there kind of clued people in to who it might be. Uh, the tides of fate is specific reference to good old Hermaeus Mora. Um, but when content creators tried to figure out what was going on, they kind of could see something on the page, just, you know, not super visible, but just enough. Uh, and turns out if you put a black light on it, you get, a good old uh, eye symbol. So it's like the symbol of Hermaeus Mora's eye, and then it has, or, or the golden eye, I guess, uh, depending on. No, that's what it's 007. <laughs> yes. And uh, it has, like, kind of these, like, sun. I don't know, would you call that, like, a sunburst almost? Like, rays coming off of it? With the two little half circles under Or eyelashes, but yeah. Well, yeah, but I meant the. Uh, I don't mean the things on the top of the eye itself. I mean the. The, the thing that the eye is sitting on. Yes, it, it's definitely a sun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, poor, 
poor Lotus uh, went out and actually bought a black light. <laughs> Who keeps a black light on hand anymore? Like, okay, I'm weird, but I grew I mean, up I have outside, one. so like, I have a UV light that that would work for that, because like, plant growing, yeah. UV light. But yep. who really keeps that? That's like a 90s thing. Yeah, I totally have an actual black light. It is packed away, but I have one and we also have a UV light, so We yeah. have a black light too. Uh, or we did. We might have gotten rid of it recently. We used to somewhat use it as a night light if we needed to, like, to have just a little because where our light switch is at, and, you know, try to wake, try to get up in the middle of the night. Sometimes you could just flick that thing on. But yep. Anyway, and it wasn't super bright, so it wasn't like having to turn on every light and wake somebody up in the room. But yeah, yeah. I also used to have a lava lamp too. I think I got those both from the same friend. <laughs> <laughs> Lava lamps. Those are the. Those are fun. Anyway, all right. Carry on. Uh, so I think I mentioned it last week when I was just going to town about lore. One of the speculations now that people have seen this letter is that because you had to use a black light, see the logo. That black light, which is the capital of House Redoran, um, and is in Northwest Morrowind could be where we're going but nobody's sure we'll have to wait and see on wednesday very no. cool yep yeah so that leads us into a little bit about who this hermaeus uh mama or herman's mora or hermy hermy miss piggy talks about your culture everyone says it that is true. Because we were looking at all of his names, and really, he doesn't have a lot of them. It's mostly a lot of just everyone saying it differently. Well, he is just a librarian, so, right? <laughs> ultimate librarian. The ultimate librarian. Anyway, it's Hermes Mora. Okay. Wow, just a librarian. Just a librarian. No big deal. He's no. coming for you first. No, well. You know how much training you have to go through to be a librarian? Hey, I'm not knocking librarians. I'm just saying, of all the Daedric princes, this one's just a librarian. Depending on the franchise, like, seriously. <laughs> hey, if he comes after me, that's okay. I know just how many tickles it takes to make him go away. So, oh no. <laughs> anyway. Oh no. Instead of me giving a counter to the dark elf craziness from um uh I'm instead crazy. of me giving a counter to the dark elf craziness from last week, um we're talking about Hermaeus Moore instead because Oh my gosh, Hermaeus Moore, yes. <laughs> um so Got some facts on Hermaeus Mora, and hence the don't look at the ceiling. <laughs> kind of opened a little portal to Apocrypha, right? Am Apocrypha. Right? Apocrypha, there we go. Have a little portal of Apocrypha decided to open in the ceiling, and uh, it looked like it decided to drop a bunch of Daedric books and Grotwood themed books in here. So, if you want to read those, Totally hop in and read up on your Daedra or your Grotwood lore. 
So Apocrypha is Hermaeus Mora's realm. His summoning day is the fifth day of first seed. And first seed, that sounds like spring to me, right? That's that's when that is. Yeah, uh, yes. Sorry, I I was actually talking with Sasquatch I, I, I see because that, yes. because he he poked poked in the chat and said like, "Hello," and I was like, "We summoned you by talking about sweet rolls." <laughs> he said, "Where?" <laughs> Um, he said, looks around frantically, sees a mirror. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm so sorry. What was the last thing you asked, Gwen? Apocrypha. What happened? Raise for a summoning day is the fifth of first seed. First seed is in spring. Yes, it's like March-ish. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. Yeah. Um. He chooses to appear as a genderless ball of tentacles and eyes, even though it is confirmed he goes by male pronouns. There, he is associated with Moran Tong due to Mora, meaning forest in Dark Elf speak. Which there has to be like a guide to, a guide to Dark Elf speak somewhere that I actually want to read now because if there's one word, there has to be more of them, right? Uh, he tends to offer knowledge for favors, or vice versa in the case of uh, the Craigworn quest line. I'm going to say his realm name wrong again. Crazy. Here we go. Realm name. Apocrypha. Apocrypha. I will get it. I will get it. Apocrypha is his realm, which is an endless library, aka heaven. Um, <laughs> Minor Daedra under his command include speakers, which look like walking tentacle monsters, and drain the energy and magicka from people. Uh, more powerful ones are known as Aspirates or High Seekers. There is a cult called the Seekers, and is a cult that worships Hermes Mora during the Second Era, Not sh in, but it is unconfirmed if it is related to the, the Seeker Daedra or not. Uh, there is also Lurkers under his command. Picture the creature from the Black Ruagoon, and you're pretty close. They guard the waters in Apocrypha. Ha! I got it. <laughs> Yay! And they emerge to deal with trespassers. And then there is everyone's favorite little flying ball of tentacles, the Watchers. Uh, so cute. However, destructive. Uh, they shoot lasers from their eyes, and if you stare at them too long, they, uh, they can dissolve a mortal soul. They, however, come in a variety of colors, which are associated with different Daedra that they do follow. The green ones with orange eyes are the followers of Hermaeus Mora. Total coincidence. That's how I drew my picture the other day. Pure coincidence. Um, the gray, gray ones with blue eyes follow Molag Ball. And then there was an odd outbreak of purple and white pocket watchers, which... However, unconfirmed is suspected to have been blessed by Uncle Sheo. Then there are, can be super-powered ones, which are red with a green eye. Super-powered watchers. Yep, super-powered watchers. Not not like Sounds. not little ones, not pocket watchers, but big, super-powerful, angry, pick-your-butt watchers. Sounds scary. So just some little. Uh, Quick notes on Hermaeus Mora. 
However, it looks like we have found quite a bit of knowledge on the Daedra of Knowledge. This is true. Some of it may not connect to anything, but some of it was kind of fun to go back and look at. Um, for example, I found stuff on the Cold Harbor Compact, which is a poem about Sotha Sill making an agreement with Daedric Princes. Um, so this one is kind of fun because we don't know what the actual compact was. It says that he talked to all of the different um, Daedra, basically, and made a demand uh, that kept them from messing with Nern. And it says that the Daedra asked him, and what do you offer in return to keep us from chastising Nern? Then Clockwork whispered long and low, and what he said, no mortal can know. From dread Daedra save us, from Daedra keep us safe. Forsake the ones that made us to fight a wrongful fate. So, I mean, I, again, I didn't get to really dig into this too much, but uh, I wonder what it is that he said to them. And it's kind of cool that he, whatever this is, it talks specifically about the, all of the Daedra, but it calls them by some of their other names. Schemer, Hunger, Hunter, Scryer, Pariah, Destroyer, Raver, and Twilight. If you know about the Daedric Princes, you know who it's referring to there, but... Um, and the God of Schemes, of course. Uh, yeah, I just... That one was kind of fun because I thought to myself, okay, are they... You know, we've kind of been working our way through, in some ways, some of the Daedra... So now that we have Hermaeus Mora represented, are we going to eventually find out maybe what he and Sothasil talked about during the first era? Don't know. Maybe we already know and I just didn't find it, but kind of fun. Um, so that shows the pact that was made between all of them and Sothasil. There were other lore books that I found. Um, they're probably a little too long, these ones to read on stream, but... Uh, one of them is Secrets Overheard in Apocrypha. Um, that one is about somebody who is eavesdropping on the servants of Hermaeus Mora. And basically it's someone who's in Apocrypha hiding behind a pile of books. This book comes from Elder Scrolls Online specifically, which is, which is, I, I don't want to keep saying interesting, but interesting uh, because we have a few quest lines where we deal with Apocrypha and good old Hermie but nothing super in-depth. Um, so I find it fun that this book is in there, and it's basically this person's perspective uh, journaling what they hear being said about um, different things that are happening in Apocrypha. There's also the Fragmente Abyssium Hermaeus Morris, which is a fragmented mythical account of Isgrimor's encounter with Hermamora, the Woodland Man. So um, it talks in this one um, about the interaction with Isgrimor. Um, yeah, it, it does like a little translation at the bottom. Again, this one's one of those ones that it makes more sense for you to read it on your own. And uh, the person translates and they dream of Apocrypha. 
Um, well, isn't the Yskrimor one when um, there he's hunting and there's the rabbit and the rabbit's like, oh well, I can hear it from forever away because of my pointy ears and Yskrimor yes. thinks he is for pointy ears and then he has pointy ears and Shore shows up and slays the rabbit and goes, don't think of elf traits or lest you don't listen to elf trickery lest you become mm -hmm. an elf. Yep. <laughs> Rely on the forthright methods of man. Otherwise, you'll uh, turn into an elf. Yes. Yep, exactly. Summarizing it, but I do recommend reading it. It is a real well-written story. Yeah, it's really cute. And by cute, I mean well-written, like you said. <laughs> um, yeah. And again, if I was trying to pronounce some of these things, like... Uh, a Hermamora Altadun Padom Lacan AI. It wouldn't make really any sense to you without Aww, reading it yourself. Crazy, crazy Daedric chanting. Yeah. yeah, it literally sounds like crazy, crazy chanting. Um, so yeah, definitely look into the Cold Harbor Compact. Look into the Fragmente Abyssium Hermaeus Morris. That one's a good one. Um, and check those out. Other things that I found. Uh, as Gwen and I were doing research side by side um, <laughs> there was a cut quest line in Elder Scrolls Online and you can actually go to the place in Stone Falls near Ash Mountain and it's called Apocrypha's Gate uh, so I don't want to spoil it because who knows I mean I doubt they would put the quest line back but you can go on the UESP, and if you t if you type in, uh, I think it is Apocrypha's Gate, it will give you the actual quest dialogue that someone had transposed um, from probably the beta, I would guess, or something along those lines. And it tells you which books also were supposed to appear in that spot. One of them is called... Uh, last words of a devotee and it says a daedric worshiper's final words um <laughs> it says i won't live to write again the dagonites have broken into the inner sanctum our escape has been cut off they will burn my flesh from my bones but i am at peace my thoughts go to hermes mora they will be recorded in the eternal libraries i go to join the golden eye in apocrypha so they were that like such a good dying phrase. Yeah, right? I go to join the Golden Eye in Apocrypha. Can you imagine that being your last words? My memory, like, memories from forever recorded the Black Library. That is solid. So good. <laughs> solid point. Bye, crazy. Bye! That's what I get well, from reading. <laughs> it's okay. Well, you before can, we reach you still the hear end. me. Exactly. Before we reach the end of our, um, Mamora content. If you want to see him in uh, or experience some Hermaeus Mora right now in Elder in ESO before we learn anything else or go anywhere, you can find him in a couple places and mm -hmm. quests related to him. There is one over in Canarthi's Roost. You can find him in the Vile Mance, right? Uh, oh, yeah, there's the Vile Mance too, but um. But I think is that Bankori, the Bankori one. I think so. Okay. Then, uh, oh, was it Greenshade or Grotwood? I think it's Greenshade. 
probably it's green, green shade the one yep, that has the shade. wood uh, yep. the wood elves the veil and wood one yep and mm -hmm. then um, over in Craigmore you have yeah. to go on some uh, not knowledge fetch quests for him to help out a uh, one of the seekers not the seeker uh, Daedra the seeker cultist I have not done the one in Craghorn because it requires it. a group. I have managed to do it solo. Oh, have you? Okay, well maybe yep. I'll give it a go. Yeah, you just don't get near the big groups and you be sneaky sneaky. Okay, well I can do that. Yeah, he just has you go to a couple different places, pick up a couple books, and the dungeon itself and the storyline is pretty fun. Would recommend. Mm. And for anyone else who is worried about doing that, then you need a group because it's a Craglorn. For that one, you actually don't. Sweet. Good to know. Another... Sorry, were you done, Gwen? I didn't mean to yes, cut you off. I'm done. Um, another book that was supposed to be found in that quest that you can read on the UESP um, is called Lens of the Golden Eye, and this is like an evangelism book. It was never released, and it was actually removed from the game files, so if it ever pops back up, it'll be fun to see where they put it. So it says, Shunned by most of the crude and ignorant danger princes, the Golden Eye cares little for Caprice, or Capris, Caprice, and Whimsy. Caprice. While the likes of Capri Sun, I don't know. While the likes of Clavicus Vile and Boethia scheme and meddle, the Golden Eye watches. When Mad Sheagoreth in his eternal dementia wastes his power on folly, the Golden Eye meticulously documents his mania. Give praise to him, devote your energy, your mind, and your soul to Hermaeus Mora. In doing so, your name will be more than a mere footnote in the endless libraries of Apocrypha. When your flesh is no more, may he grant you admittance into his hall of knowledge, so that you may thirst for it nevermore. So that kind of ties to the one that was above it, the word, the last words of a devotee, where he says, like, I don't even care if my flesh is seared off, I'm just going to have my my knowledge go into the black book, uh, or into the black, the black libraries. Um, I'm kind of sad that some of these never got put in. I wonder what the reasoning was. Um, Maybe it wasn't needed for the storyline it was trying to tell. Maybe. That's what we learned about the lore books, is they are placed in dungeons in different spots to help tell the storyline in the area. That is very true. I would uh, I, I would be interested to see, and we'll find out soon enough, but if this was stuff that was taken out and there's an existing door uh, to Apocrypha mm -hmm. uh, that's in Stone Falls. Yep. Uh, but, I, but it's locked off. Well, there's always a prologue quest. Oh, that's true. There's always a prologue oh, quest that's in the base game zones. There is uh, always a prologue quest, and it could very well be there. And you can always count on uh, cultists to muck something up. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, so if they already... I mean, it, it's possible that uh, maybe some of the stuff that was taken out, they're using as part of this. Um... Uh, I mean, that kind of stuff happens in game development. Things get taken and held for, you know, worked on more, added to, whatever. So maybe we'll see some of that stuff, and maybe we'll see these lore books pop back up too from uh, from that. So um, maybe. Yeah. Uh, 
there's one more short little one. It's called The Master's Truth. And it says, Stare into the flame and you will see the Master's Truth. See his smile in the curling of paper as it blackens and burns. Hear his cackles of joy at the screams of those who die beneath our knives. We devote ourselves to you, Mayrunes Dagon, Prince of Destruction, Lord of Blood and Flames. Your servants give you this tribute, the death of a thousand creatures of flesh and tears. So that one's about Dagon, but it was found in that delve, which was supposed to be Hermaeus Mora content. So I wonder if that um, shows a little bit about what the quest would have been there. Perhaps it would have involved Dagon and Mora. We just had a uh, Mary's Dagon in um, the Blackwood. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then of course there's a fun one on Apocrypha this is the last one I'll read um, and it's just describing the wonders of Apocrypha's trove of knowledge it says uh, the infinite archives of Hermaeus Mora are the ultimate treasure its innumerable shelves and countless books carry the weight of all knowledge therein the diligent reader can find all that was all that is and all that will be followers of the divines content in their dark cloisters of ignorance preach hatred of the golden eye. Daedra, they call him, unclean, monstrous, wicked. We have seen the truth. Knowledge is only as wicked as the one who wields it. Forsaking learning and fear of its misuse is the ultimate sin. It is an unforgivable folly. As a result, mortals have suffered countless centuries of loss. In Apocrypha, the golden eye weeps cold tears at this plague of ignorance. Those who walk his halls are truly blessed. Even as their flesh falls away, they are permitted to browse the infinite tomes and scrolls, privy to all mysteries that have never, or that have ever and will ever exist. It is the most blessed of fates. We give you praise, Hermaeus Mora. We seek enlightenment, illumination, and a place at your side. So there you go. Is it? Uh, am I gathering that in order to obtain the knowledge, you basically have to sacrifice your flesh? Is that yeah? When probably. You, you're saying even as the flesh burns away. Yeah, even as their flesh falls away, they are permitted to browse. There is. Uh, I didn't get to do more research on it, but there is when you're in apocrypha, there are urns, and within the urns are basically body parts, like brains, other things, and that's what is tied to certain knowledge or things within apocrypha. Which is pretty gnarly sounding. Collection of brains being translated into books. Kind of. <laughs> you get a little bit more information on that when you right. read the secrets overheard in Apocrypha. But yeah, so there you go. Those are like cut quest lines and some extra lore things that also support what Gwen was talking about too. She did a great job giving us like the quick rundown on uh, certain you know, traits or things that he does. And then hopefully those books just kind of added a little more to it. There yeah. you go. And uh, some of these books on the table here have got, uh, do they, some of these have info on Hermaeus Mora? Oh, uh, they might. There's uh, there's Daedra ones. There's some Wood Elf ones. Uh, I just got the sets from the Mage's Guild. 
for the Daedric Princess and then the Valen Wood set. So there are 20 lore books throughout the Snug Pod right now that are all readable. Very cool. Um, yeah, and if you'd like to take a look at some of this stuff in more detail, uh, you can find it all on the on the UESP, the UESP, um, and you should be able to find it in our show notes once we get the episode posted. I'll try to have these links in there too. Um, and if you prefer if you prefer the format of the Imperial Library, they should be there too. Very good. Yeah, he's a creepy dude. <laughs> um, I, I, I would not ever want to, you know, be walking anywhere dark or light or anything at all and come across a giant eyeball with tentacles around it. It's, uh, that's creepy. It's a void of tentacles with some eyes. It's just a book. No harm ever came from reading a book, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm going more as the never-ending story. Fountain of knowledge. <laughs> All right. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so we find out more about what's coming this year, as we said, this, uh, this coming Wednesday. And uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we get some good details from that. I'm sure we will. So... Uh, tune into that or uh, if you don't get to, to check you know, see that stuff when it's released live then uh, you know it'll it'll be around you'll be able to look it up articles and content creators will cover it and uh, I'm sure we'll share some stuff and talk about it next week um, so if you don't get to see it then then come hang out with us next week and you can, uh, you can get caught up then uh, and your about dragons attacking and- your homeland Dragon. The dragon event will be going on. Yeah. Yeah, well, I may not be here then because I'm going to have to go out, you know, protect elsewhere, being a good, being the good <laughs> kitty cat that I am. <laughs> Maybe I can step away long enough to uh, come host the show. All right, well, um, does that wrap up our Hermie talk? That wraps up the Hermie talk. All right, well. We have got. Put that book back on the shelf in the Black Library. (laughs) So, um, the these this coming week and uh, most weeks are scheduled for uh, events in the guild. Uh, We've got Monday nights with Moki, 8 p.m. Not doing fishing as much now, but doing. uh, Is it like Imperial City or? What yeah, it's kind of a flex Cyr- event. Cyrodiil. Uh, it's been Cyrodiil and Imperial City. They did fishing in both of those places, so they kind of tied both things together. Right. Um, I know that uh, they also will just kind of run whatever people need to run. Yep. So a lot of these events right now are kind of turning into that at the moment. Um, and I think a lot of that is because some people are on break from the game. Um so I think we will get more time to take a break. Yeah. I think we will get more active again after the announcement goes up. Um, but yeah, Monday's with Moki. She's great. Go hang out with her. She's good peeps. Yeah. 
yeah, so just type an X in chat if you want to hang out, or you can let Moki know in Discord and um, and then go hang out. And then Tuesdays are dungeon night, or dungeon day, whatever. Um, find some people to uh, to group up with. Uh, let us know if we need to. How are we doing that again with the sign up? Are you doing one sign up for everybody for that or no? I was a couple weeks ago doing a sign up where you could just click yes you wanted to do it and then people could build groups from there if they wanted to but um uh, it's been kind of quiet lately so i just didn't put a sign up but as it starts to get more busy again we can go back to that yeah we can adjust as as the need is there um wednesday night trials are uh officially on hold right now but if there's people enough people want to get together and and do some stuff then uh paul said he's willing to, to still get stuff together, right? Yes. And that's not just um, trials. That's, I think, any content. Like, vet yeah, dungeons, vet dungeons, vet anything. Yeah. yeah, he's helped us get through a couple of vet dungeons. So. Um, yeah, and then Fearless Fridays with Arthuria at 8pm. Undaunted event. Um, pledges and delves and all those undaunted things to get uh, get your keys or um, all the other stuff that comes from undaunted. The achievements. Uh, yeah, all the achievements. Yeah. Yeah, so um, you want to come hang out and do that stuff on Friday. Uh, it's 8 p.m. Those times are all Eastern, right? 8, on, on eight Eastern on Mondays, 8 Eastern on Fridays. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. So that's what we've got going on, and uh, as we said, we have um, we'll have more information on the the dragon hunt as that becomes available. And um, yeah, and once we once we decide when we're doing it, I will most likely make a sign up for that so that we can kind of know ahead of time and have an idea of uh, groups and whatnot. And I totally already know the lore book for next. Yes, my favorite elsewhere lore book. Oh, yay. Will you put it right there? Or over here? Or will it no, be elsewhere? No, it's, it's not one you can... Act, ah, it will be elsewhere. <laughs> Sometimes I'd rather be elsewhere. Yeah? Yeah? Not with you. Not not about you all. Just, I mean, you know, at, at work and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we all, all relate to that at times. Work. Dirty word. Some four-letter words you're not supposed to use. Book. That's <laughs> true. Is a dirty word. All right. Well, I guess that is all we have for this week. Is that right? Am I missing anything? We're at the bottom uh, of the notes. Just, just the social media stuff. Right. You know, telling them that they can follow us on uh, at uh, at Snug Podcast on Twitter. They can email us if they are able to at snugpodcast at gmail.com. If they are currently watching us live, they are probably at twitch.tv slash snugpodcast, or they searched for snugpodcast on YouTube. And if they are, for some reason, listening to this, but are not part of the Lore Seekers Guild and would like to join us, they can go check out loreseekers.club and join us and come have fun with the dragon hunt and our many other shenanigans. Yes, lots of shenanigans. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and also, if you're uh, watching this on YouTube or Twitch or 
um, through some weird video pirate site that finds video games and podcasts and rebroadcasts. Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. <laughs> We're being pirated. We've really arrived now. I mean, We've we arrived. Do... Our episodes are being pirated. Yeah, and we do get those, uh, those scam emails from uh, people that want to help us grow our audience and all that stuff, you know. Uh, for the low, low cost of whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so if we ever, if we ever really get people that are pirating our content, then, uh, we can say we've, we've finally done it. We're there. We can, we can retire. No, no, we will have finally (laughs) done it when we get a fancy letter in the mail for the clue. Oh, this is true. That's how you know you've made it. This is true. Yeah. Um, That's very true. So, uh, Gina, Jess, uh, Zenimax, <laughs> you know, uh, we're just we're just a couple folks hanging out in, in your snug pot here and um, talking about your game. If you just want to send us some stuff ahead of time and let us be part of that whole that whole uh, hype train, we're not mm. opposed. <laughs> But, uh, anyway, so, um, yeah, anyway, if you are, if you are watching and, uh, you'd rather just have an, have a way to listen, you can find us in your podcast apps too. Um, so you can check us out there, just search Snug Podcast and we should come up. And I think that about does it. I'm, I'm a little creeped out by the, the tentacle things that keep flapping over I my head. I you to don't look up. <laughs> so, uh, kitty cat might need to leave the snug pot and go find a safe tree to climb up in and clean my paws or whatever it is cats are supposed to do. You're in a tree. Yeah, but this one's weird and creepy. Um, it does look cool if you aren't, if you are not watching and you're listening, uh, at least come check out enough of the uh, video to see, um, see the uh the backdrop here because it's uh, definitely a creepy little vibe going on with these tentacles and the green lighting it's very fitting for the topic of the day uh, mm-hmm. yep well all right until next time have fun out there and uh be safe in your travels and we will catch you next time when crazy good hanging out y'all have a good night Good night, sleep well, Tamriel. <laughs>